W-A-I-F Cincinnati. Glad to have you tuned in to W-A-I-F. Ed Clayton with you. Glad to have you with us. And uh, coming up next over most of these stations, it's the Late Late Show. Be warned. You know, one thing I've noticed is you don't need a parachute to go skydiving. No. You only need a parachute if you want to go skydiving twice. Roll them, Charlie! By God, we're as happy as a cow and a human being deserve to be. Really naked, 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 really naked. Because the man was a schmuck. I don't do this with every audience. You need a certain sense of humor for this. Um, yeah, warped. WAIF is not affiliated in any way with WAIF FM. 
W-A-I-F. Joey JVS, I think. That's what I said. Wasn't it? Naked, naked, naked. Really naked. Hi, Bruce. Hello, Bruce. Hello, Bruce. How are you, Bruce? Good evening, Bruce. Hello, Bruce. Good evening, ladies and Bruce's. Want to dance? Uh, will you do me a favor? You see me working on the house next week and around the yard and uh, helping out with groceries and shit. Will you do me a favor? Kill me. Kill me. Shoot me in the head, run me over with the car, whatever it takes. I live in hell!
You don't have to play it, but I hope you'll do your best. I've been listening to your show on the radio, and you seem like a friend to me. Cincinnati, this is Bob Shreve, and if you're a late-night comedy buff like myself, you have found just the right place to be. Welcome to The Late Late Show. It's a radio program that pushes the limit of good taste over the edge and, of course, right out the window. And as your host, a man whose personality has been patented as a form of birth control, a man who last used his library card to deceive something, Ed Clayton. A notice of caution... Due to the nature of the aforementioned programmers, absolutely no one but the severely deranged should attend. However, all rules of order shall be observed until 5 a.m., so please do not try these jokes at home as they are performed by seasoned professionals who know how to dodge vegetables. And remember, friends, no flash prisoners will be taken during this performance. And now for your listening irritation, the Late Late Show... In mono, we're available. Thank you. Watch out. 
Um, as I said, there was a thing in the paper tonight about documentaries, and I've had an idea for a long time for a, what I think is a wonderful documentary, which has everything. For instance, you go to work, you come home at night, and you never really think about it. It's mechanical, it's routine. But there are a group of men who every day, when they go to work, never know if that night they'll return because they face death in a hundred different ways. And I'm talking about America's driving instructors. <laughs> and I'd like to present the first episode in the new TV series called The Driving Instructor. Now, I'd like to have you a picture, if you would. This is a car. I'm the driving instructor, and seated next to me is a woman driver. How do you, how do? You do? Uh, you're, you're Mrs. Uh, Webb, is that right? Uh, oh, I see you've had one lesson already. Uh, who is the instructor on that, Mrs. Webb? Mis Mr. Adam. I I'm sorry, here it is, Mr. Adams. Uh, just let me read ahead and kind of familiarize myself with, with the case. Um, how fast were you going when Mr. Adams jumped from the car? <laughs> 75? And, and, and where was that? In, in your driveway. I, uh, how, how far has Mr. Adams gotten in the lesson? Back, backing out. I see you were backing out at, at 75, and, and that's, when he, that's when he jumped. Uh, did he cover starting the car and the other way of stopping? Uh, what, what's the other way of stopping? Uh, thro throwing it in reverse. That, that's right. Oh, that would do it. You're, you're right. That, that would do it. Um, all right. Uh, you want you want to start the car, uh, Mrs. Webb? You just turn on the lights. You want to you want to start the car? It, they all look alike, don't they? <laughs> they I, I don't know why they design them that way. Um, all right, let, let's pull out into traffic. Uh, now, what's the first thing we're going to do before we pull out into traffic? What did Mr. Adams do before he let you pull out into traffic? Well, I mean, besides praying, let's say. <laughs> no, no, what I had in mind was checking the rear view mirror. You, you see, we always want to check the rear... Don't pull out! <laughs> uh, uh, please don't cry. I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, but... But there was this bus, Mrs. Webb. Uh, all right, uh, the, lane, the lane is clear now. Uh, you you, you want to pull out? Oh, uh, no, that, that wasn't uh, bad at all. You might try it a little slower uh, next time. Uh, all right, let's get up a bit more speed and, and gradually ease, ease it into second. Well, uh, I, I didn't want to cover reverse this early. <laughs> But uh, as, long, as long as you've shifted into it, uh, of course you're nervous. Uh, I'm nervous. Uh, I'm not just saying that. I'm, re I'm really very nervous. Well, uh, just, just don't pay any attention to their honking. You, you, you're doing fine. You're not blocking anyone's lane. No, as long as you're here on the safety island, you're not blocking anyone's lane. Uh, all right, you want to start the car? Uh, uh, while you're turning the lights off, why don't you turn off the heater? 
All right, there we are. Uh, let's let's get up a, a bit of speed. That's the way. Now, let's practice some turns. Uh, the important thing on turns is not to make them too sharp. Just kind of make a, a gradual... Oh, now that was fine. That, that was a wonderful turn. It, it's hard for me to believe you only had two lessons after you make a, a turn like... Are you sure you haven't had more now? <laughs> well, it, I, I find that very difficult to believe. One little thing... Uh, this is a one-way street. <laughs> Well, no, no, actually it was partially my fault, you see, but uh, you were in the left-hand lane and you were signaling left, and uh, I just more or less assumed you, you were going to turn left. <laughs> uh, same, same to you, fella. No, no, I, I, I don't know what he said, Mrs. Webb. Um... All right, let's, let's pull into the alley up there uh, and practice a little alley driving. This is, uh, this, this is something a, a, lot of the, a lot of the schools leave out that we think is, is pretty... You're going too fast, Mrs. Webb. <laughs> you're, you're up around 60, and it's kind of a sharp turn there. All right, let's just drive down the alley. That's the way. Uh, Mrs. Webb, I, maybe we better stop here. Well, I don't think you're going to make it between the, the, the truck and the building. <laughs> Mrs. Webb? I, I, Mrs. Webb, I don't, th I don't think you're going to... Mrs. Webb! Miss, I, re I, I really didn't think you were going to make it. <laughs> that just shows you we, we, we can be wrong, too. No, no, I'll, I'll get out on your side. That's all right. <laughs> um... Uh, Mrs. Webb, uh, maybe it might be a good idea if we went over to the driving area. Uh, they, they have a student uh, driver area over uh, a few blocks away, and uh, maybe traffic throws you. Maybe, maybe that's a problem. Well, turn here on the street, right, and it's only about a, a block up. All right, turn right here. Well, now, that was my fault again. You see, I meant the next street. <laughs> not, not this man's lawn. Uh, uh, sir? Sir, 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 would you mind turning off the sprinkler for, for just a minute? Uh, uh, newly seated? Is, is that right? <laughs> that's, that's always the way, isn't it? <laughs> well, I don't, I don't suppose it is so damn funny. Really. Uh, all right, uh, Mrs. Webb, you, you, want, you want to back out uh, and get off the, the man's creeping bend, is that right? Uh, yeah, just, just back out, uh, Mrs. Webb. Thank you very much, sir, for... Oh, now we hit someone, Mrs. Webb. Uh... <laughs> remember, you're going to watch the rearview mirror. Remember, uh, we covered that. The, the, the red light blinded you. The flashing red light blinded you? <laughs> The flashing red light on the car you hit, blinded. <laughs> yes, officer, she was just telling me about it. Uh, <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Um, Mrs. Webb, I'm going to have to go with the officer to the police station. Uh, they don't believe it, and, and they'd like... Um, They'd like me to describe it. And now the other officer is going to get in the car and he's going to drive you back to the driving school and then you're to meet us uh, at the police station. Uh, my name is, is Frank Dexter. Why, why do you ask? You want to be sure and get me next time? <laughs>
please. Well, we'd like to do a kind of a tribute song now. Uh, this is a tribute to all them sweet little old ladies, God love them, that drive around in front of you all the time on the streets of Nashville or wherever you may live. See them. Why do we call them, Sandy? Blue hairs driving in my lane. When she hit me and departed, I knew there'd be no insurance claim. Lucky I'm a paid-up member Here comes good old Triple-A From the tow truck I remember Richard, that's nice, but don't sound like Willie Nelson. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I can't play like Willie. You know that. Well, let's give Rugged Rob a chance. Take it, Rob. Well, I'd be ashamed to. Sounds a lot like Willie Nelson. Boy, that really sounds like Willie. Someday on the streets up yonder There'll be no old Chevrolet In a land that knows no so much. Uh, well, it's about time we started thinking about getting out of here, but, uh, you know, before, before we, I think we ought to end this thing up with something really special. Uh, what have we not covered here tonight? Well, we were cheating, drinking. Song. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Snakes. Yeah. Dog songs, cat songs. Nuclear songs. Yeah. Rabbit songs. Wait a minute. Wait, I know. We, we hadn't done a fish song yet. Y'all want to hear a fish song? All right. Well, this is this is a song about a love relationship. This is just washed up on the rocks. That's right. Too late. The guy realizes his girl is gone, and something very fishy is going on. I was a cook, and she was a waitress. 
seaweed salad. Some little shrimp just lured her away. Oh, I lobster and never flounder. He wrapped his line around her and they drove off in his carp. Oh, I lobster and never flounder. I octopus his face in, he'll only break her heart. Just quit and leave me for that piano tuna If you want a trout, something new She was the bass I ever had Now my life has no porpoise Oh my God, I love her, yes I do Oh, I lobster and never flounder He wrapped his line around her And they drove off in his carpet Oh, I lobster and never flounder I octopus his face in He'll only break her heart Boy, I soared fish She'd come back to me, Sandy I'd sure whale of a time Now, Richard, you know she just pulled that knot tonight I've got a haddock routine You're probably right But you know I've kept her picture in my walleye just for the halibut. I wonder if she's still got mine in her perch. Did you did you say perch? Yeah, I'm afraid so. Well, that's good. For a moment there, I thought I was losing my herring. Well, we bass quit all this seahorsing around. Boy, these people out there going to a state of shark. Yeah, if we get out of here alive, it's going to be a mackerel. Frankly, Scallop, I don't give a clown. Thank you. Thank you so much. Tinkered and Bowden, I Lobster and Never Flounder. Preceding that was Pinkered and Bowden, Blue Hairs Driving in My Lane. Both love songs, trust me on this. Bob Newhart, the Driving Instructor. And starting off the Late Late Show this week, the Reverend Billy C. Wirtz, Grandma's Behind the Wheel. Ah, good friends, fellow Americans, glad to have you tuned in to the Late Late Show this week. Ed Clayton here, almost live, nearly from Hollywood and in color, in mono, where available. And as we, quote unquote, enjoy the world's worst opera singer, Florence Foster Jenkins, Let's get some pubic cervix announcements taken care of for the first hour here. Rip these off the bathroom type dispenser roll. Yes, indeed. Friends, turn to the Better Business Bureau for assistance. 
in resolving a marketplace dispute. Each year, the BBB helps to reschedule hundreds of thousands of disputes between buyers and so not reschedule, resolve. The printer screwed up on this card. Uh, if you've given a business ample time to address your complaint and are still not satisfied, contact your local BBB. This message from your Better Business Bureau. Speaking for myself, haven't been satisfied in quite a while, but that's a whole other matter I probably shouldn't even... Yeah. And a simple vaccination may help prevent chicken pox and its potentially serious complications. Yet, it's estimated that as many as 3 million youngsters between the ages of 6 and 12 who have not yet had chicken pox attend school every year without being vaccinated. <laughs> God, she's so, she's so bad she's actually good. Uh, the National Association of Pediatric Nurse Practitioners urges parents to vaccinate their school-aged children and themselves. For more information, visit their website at www.napnap.org. That's napnap.org. Frankly, I've had chicken pox twice. I didn't know you could have it a second time. I had it when I was eight. Then I had it again at 58. Uh, it was much more fun at eight years old. I was told you couldn't catch it a second time. Apparently that was an old wives' tale told to me by an old wife, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, friends, if you want to be blessed, we invite you to tune in to God's Praise with Mary Chenault, the smiling lady, every Tuesday morning from 8 to 11 a.m. with the best in gospel music and the prayer line as we pray for you. For the Word of God is quick and powerful. The longer you listen, the more blessed you will be. Right here on 88.3 WAIF Cincinnati. All right, friends. Glad to have you on board the Late Late Show. Stick around, stay tuned, tune in to when you've heard it all before. You'll hear it all again because, you know, I kind of repeat myself. But then on the other hand... I kind of repeat myself. Hello, friends. Hi, my name's Weldon, and I'm sick and tired of acronyms. TCIP, SMTP, are you the VP of the CNT, USOB? You know what I mean. So I've decided to form an organization. I've called it Citizens Requiring Acronym Purging. That's right, we call it CRAP. Because acronyms are crap. If you don't have time to say complete words, maybe you ought to skip a trip to the coffee shop. Slow down a little bit. Take a nap. Have a sandwich, or maybe even just shut up. If you'd like to join crap, go ahead. You don't need to call us. We don't want to talk to you anyway. The only thing you need to do in order to be an active member of crap is whenever someone uses an acronym, give them a slap. That's right. Give them a crap slap. Thanks for your participation and for listening. 
I gotta go catch a BLT for lunch. Sure, when it comes to sex, you're responsible, but now they're marketing big-size condoms, and frankly, you'd need a belt and suspenders to keep one on. Well, don't be embarrassed. Hot Dog House now offers regular-size condoms with big-size package names. Bob, you dropped something from your wallet. Oh, my God, it's Here. my... Here, oh, the Hindenburg. Only kind I use. Order your regular-sized condoms from Hot Dog House with names that give you confidence. The Jolly Mean Giant, Cruise Missile, Pikes Peak, Superdome. Only you'll know the real story before a while. So, uh, why is there a munchkin riding in the Hindenburg? You know, taking care of your lawn these days sure seems complicated. Big trucks, fancy service contracts, dangerous chemicals. It all seems so unnecessary. Especially now when you can call on something as easy and natural as ChemDog. Each week the ChemDog will personally inspect your lawn. For weeds and crabgrass, he'll spray liquid formula number one. And for those patches where grass just don't seem to grow, your chem dog will apply a special layer of formula number two. Ooh, boy. Watch your step. That's all natural fertilizer. So if your lawn's looking kind of shaggy, unleash the chem dog. We may not be the best, but we sure got a leg up on the competition. Oh, not on my shoe. Chem dog. Bad dog. Chem dog. If your car's life is over, go see Ben Dover. You'll realize what you had was heinous when you hop in and ride your anus. Oh, yeah. You've enjoyed driving Mercury. You loved your Saturn. Now come and dig Uranus. Love that new car smell? Nothing smells like Uranus. Dependability? No one has ever got stuck in Uranus. Take the plunge now. Be courageous. Bend over and ride Uranus. And if you like a car that holds the road, you couldn't wipe out Uranus if you tried. Uranus. Powerful, yet great with gas. Need trunk space? Rest assured you can pack anything in Uranus. And if Uranus is rear-ended, our well-lubricated joints will soften the blow. Come to our showroom and pick out Uranus. And leave that messy paperwork to us. Check out Uranus. Take the dive like Greg Luganus. Bend over and ride Uranus. Hey, what you eating? Cowboy dick. Hey, buckaroos. There's nothing like a little cowboy dick ice cream. I want something. I've got a craving. Yeah, well, how about some cowboy dick? Sure. All the cowgirls love my cowboy dick. And I should know, because I'm cowboy dick. I like my cowboy dick with some nuts. No problem, partner. Introducing cowboy dick with nuts so big you can hardly wrap your lips around them. My youngins love Cowboy Dick. Ma'am, fill your posse with my Cowboy Dick. Oh, Cowboy Dick. Here, try it. How is it? I can't talk. My mouth is full of Cowboy Dick. She's smiling. She's smiling. Fill your mouth with my Cowboy Dick. Available in your grocer's freezer. Ooh, once you've had your first Cowboy Dick, you won't ever go back. Hey, Joy Gridnick here. So glad to be on Ed Clayton's show. You know, Ed can botch more things before 9 a.m. than most people can botch all day. You gotta love him. Love him, but just don't let him botch up your stuff. When I think of the time and the money I've wasted on your training, and you still turn out to be a blithering idiot, you're an utter failure. You make me sick. 
Well, if you're one of the millions who own one of them gas-drinking, piston-clanking, air-polluting, smoke-belching, four-wheel buggies from Detroit City, then pay attention. I'm about to sing your song, son.
Get tinted windows and mud flaps in the rear. Drive through muck. The dealers are ready for drive on home tonight. You love your purchase and how it hugs the corners tight. We fix the problem so the gas tanks won't ignite. Buy a truck.
I went just to check it out. Nineteen extra larges. What a shame! No one came. Just us eating all alone. You said take the pizza home. No sense letting all this go to waste. So then I faced pizza all day and every day. This cheese round the clock is getting me blocked, and I sure don't care for irregularity. Cause right now I'd do anything to just get my bowels evacuated In the bathroom I sit and I wait and I strain and I sweat and I clench and I feel the pain Oh, should I take laxatives or have my colon irrigated? No, no, no I was feeling pretty down Till my girlfriend came around We're just so alike in every way I gotta say In fact, I just thought I might Pop the question there that night I was kissing her so tenderly But woe is me Who would have guessed her family crest I'd suddenly spy tattooed on her thigh And son of a gun It's just like the one on me Tell me How was I supposed to know we Was my cousin we never would have dated What to do now? Should I go ahead and propose and get hitched and have kids with eleven toes and move to Alabama where the kind of thing is tolerated? No, 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 I had so much on my mind I thought maybe I'd unwind Try out that new roller coaster ride And the guide said not to stand But that's a demand that I couldn't meet I got on my feet and stood up instead And knocked off my head, you see Tell me why'd I have to go and get myself decapitated This really is a major inconvenience, oh man I can't snore, I can't belch or yodel anymore Can't spit or roll my nose or even read Sports Illustrated Oh no, why'd I have to go and get myself all mutilated? I gotta tell ya, life without a head kinda makes me irritated What a bummer, can't blink, I can't cough, I can't sneeze But my neck is enjoying a pleasant breeze now Haven't been the same since my head and I was First of all, our guest in the studio, comedian Evan Davis. Evan, good morning. Good morning. Great to see you. I haven't seen you in years. It's lovely to be seen. Mm-hmm. We thought you were dead. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're not alone. <laughs> I'll be dead. Uh, but you live in L.A., so you got to have a car. 
Yeah, I drive it. Yeah, you got to have four-wheel drive. It's important to have an expedition or a navigator. Mm-hmm. you got to have something big. I don't think that's right, man. Housewives driving expeditions. I don't think you should be able to. <laughs> you should be allowed to drive something that big unless you're really going on an expedition. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're picking up C's candy in a shower curtain, that's not an expedition. <laughs> no. That's an errand. Yeah. You should have to take the Ford back in a second. Uh, that's what you should have to take. Well, see, i got to confess, I... I, I have a couple of them. So. Well, you have yeah, the, the big, big one. Suburban. Well, Same thing. I mean, the, the, but you it, your point is, is well taken. Well, if sure. you, as long as you don't drive it like it's a sports car still. Like, people keep the same attitude and go to a bigger car. Like, Porsche drivers have an attitude. <laughs> Porsche, <laughs> just to let Porsche, <laughs> Porsche drivers know, when you use a turn signal on the freeway to change lanes, that doesn't automatically clear the lane. <laughs> <laughs> I see. It's not that nice a car. Uh-huh. you got to turn your head and look. <laughs> It does clear the lane in a suburban. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the expedition, yeah, they move. It's clear. <laughs> How true. And we have a club. All the suburbaners, we wave at each other. We know. Do you really? Oh, and you yes. guys wave at each other? Absolutely. Because you both are in the same car? You betcha. Well, you know why you wave at other suburban owners? Because you're the only two people at that altitude. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Hello. Hello up there. You All can right. see. That's why people like them, right? Mm-hmm. I guess. I think they should have eye tests at the optometrist for, like, drivers. Like, instead of reading letters off a card, they uh-huh. should have... You cover one eye, and it's like, is that is that a roof rack or a cop car? <laughs> <laughs> okay, other eye. A blonde ponytail, is that a woman or a producer? <laughs> you know what I mean? They should have a whole L.A.I. test. Uh, David Lee Roth or Diane Cannon? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the... Now, Darva, baby, I know you're nervous, but trust me, you're a beautiful woman and the camera is going to love you. Oh, this is all so unnerving. It's happening too fast. I'm just a naive emergency room nurse who made a mistake. Why won't...
Velcro gloves, knee pads, late night dates, done with shit, warning signs, electric fences, high voltage, done with shit. The shepherd's coming. <laughs> AMP3.com. Silly wabbit. <laughs> I'm too sexy for my hat. Too sexy for my hat. What do you think about that? I'm too sexy for the wabbit. Sexy for the wabbit. The silly widow wabbit. I'm too sexy for your party, too sexy for your party, no way I'm disco dancing. I'm Elmo Fudd, you know what I mean, and I'm too sexy for the wabbit, for the wabbit, that little asshole. I'm too sexy for the wabbit, I'm too sexy for... Ladies and gentlemen of the class of ninety nine, drink beer. If I Santa Charlie Walsh's three great-grandchildren are about to retire. Now that ain't nice. Heard some talk about Jagger getting some intensive caring. Roaming around a nursing home with Alzheimer's swearing. Older than dirt! 
Still we'll chance the name of the tune. Grandma just hung her head and said, boy, Grandpa loved the Rolling Stones. And when he played satisfaction, he moaned. And when he died, they carved the big tongue on his headstone. Grandpa loved the Rolling Stones. When he played jumping jack flash, heart of stone. W-A-I-F Cincinnati. My friends, what you heard last? <laughs> Bob Rivers, Grandpa Loved the Rolling Stones. We also heard uh, Dirty Deeds Done with Sheep and I'm Too Sexy for the Wabbit. <laughs> you know, the other day I had to type uh, the word reviewed. And I accidentally hit a W in there. And in my mind, Elmer Fudd come up. This was we wooed. <laughs> I laughed so hard, I actually think I peed a little. No, I peed a lot. But that's a whole other topic I probably shouldn't even... Friends, uh, you're, you're in tune with what radio was meant to be. This is W-A-I-F Cincinnati. So try not to pee a little. Or a lot. Uh, I also should remind you uh, that W-A-I-F is putting this on the air for some reason or another. I can't figure it out. Can you? If you can, you can always give me a call at 513-961-8900 or go online to www.waferadio.org and tell them what you think of me. On second thought, maybe not. Also, the Late Late Show, if performed correctly, will contain material that could be considered offensive or unsuitable for some listeners. If you're offended by such material, it's my pleasure. But if you'd rather not take the heat, you can always leave the kitchen, turn the radio off, tune to a different station, immerse your radio into warm, soapy water. And should you survive... When you get out of the ER, you can always come back to WAFE at 5 a.m. when the good pastor, 
and Sister Walker shall be along to present Open Your Bible. Great folks, love them to death. Uh, friends, uh, you're in tune again with the Late Late Show. We'll be here for at least a couple of more hours. You never can tell. Once again, 961 org. I was cruising around town in my new two-ton, 354-wheel drive diesel dually when the news came on the radio. The president was sending another 20,000 troops to Iraq. It looked like there was no end in sight. So I turned this baby around and pointed this Dodge to Canada. The new Dodge Draft. It'll get you to the Canadian border in just two days flat. From just about anywhere. Tonight on Fogs. Sir, how long have you been loitering here? Um, like 10 or 15 minutes. Okay, boys. Kill them. Trigger happy cops. Do you have a permit for that lemonade stand? Um... Okay, kill them. Trigger happy cops. If it's violent, you know it. Power. Yes, I've had my fill. Now I've got an inconvenient bill. I'm Big Al Gore, the rapping cracker, paying 30,000 smackers. I guzzle power. Yeah, I get my fill. 20 times more than your bill. Against emissions, I will fight. I'm a hunk of bird in cellulite. I guzzle power. Burn my lights till I'm down. Borrow my clothes from the Michelin Man. Give me an audience, I'll sedate it. My Oscar, I already ate it. I guzzle power. Global warming hits hard. I ain't no alarmist tub of lard. Telling you to conserve your share, but in my mansion, I don't care. I guzzle power. I'd kiss a whale or hug flipper. Consume power with my wife, Tipper. Dig my fat waistline expansion. I really sit around my mansion. Juice up, yo. I guzzle power. My servants and my maids cool off in my body shade. When I preach about warm ice cats, Audiences take naps. I guzzle power. Storms get a great big push from evil George W. Bush. He sent a storm to New Orleans with his big hurricane machine. I guzzle power. When I preach, they put on my muzzle. Turns out I'm the one that likes to guzzle. I'm so fat, my body sweats the load. I even have my own zip code. I guzzle power. I'm so fat, ain't no typo. Timber tried to give me lipo. I'm Al G out yo telling you, do as I say, not as I do. Yo, turn off your emissions and tell your homeboys I guzzle power. Helen, did did you buy five thousand dollars worth of DVDs from NakedFatGuys.com? DVDs? No. Well, someone used our credit card online, and and who made all these calls to Argentina? Identity theft costs millions of dollars a year and can ruin your finances, your credit rating, and your life. That's why we at Near State Insurance now offer identity theft insurance. If anyone out there steals your identity, we will replace it with an identity of equal value. Helen, the, the new bill came in. There's no unusual activity on it, but why is it made out to Dolores Renfield? When those online thieves stole my credit card information, Near State gave me a new identity. So I'm married to Dolores Renfield now? That's me. 
debt-free. Hot! Near State Identity Theft Insurance. We may not be able to get your good name back, but we will get you one just as good. In a world where a man and a woman can be a man and a woman. Come on, let's go. I'm almost ready. We're going to be late. In a world where dogs bark at parked cars. <laughs> In a world where the road meets destiny. Hey, there's destiny. She really looks hot. In a world where all movie trailers begin to sound alike. Is that the kind of person you really think I am? In a world. This is awesome. In a world. A movie about cute stuff that happens every day with Pratt Falls. <laughs> and falling in love. And pointless trailers. Like this one. In a world. At a theater near you. Good morning, Cincinnati. Bob Shreve here, and I'd just like to say that The Late Late Show is the most despicable program I've ever heard in my life, and I never miss it. I never listen to it, and I never miss it. So roll them, Charlie. I love this guy. W and L were the candidates The best and brightest, some would say Second generation politicians like their daddies Both with clearance from the CIA Gladys Rosenbaum choked down her Metamucil And chased it with some Citracal Caught the senior shuttle to the polling place And went to vote for Al Well, it wasn't too long after she pulled the curtain back that Gladys started getting confused. There were bifocal glasses, a butterfly ballot, and hanging chat after she was through. When election day ended, the votes were all tallied, and W had won by a few. But old Al started crying even while they were trying to push a new recount through. Jesse Jackson flew in from Atlanta on a red-eye midnight flight. He brought a rented mouth, he sang Kumbaya, and it didn't take him long to decide that Al had to try.
She's got really big boobs, she's got looks that could kill. It's really too bad that her name is Phil. And you wouldn't know she stands up when she pees. She talks like a man, but she's almost a woman to me. She can lead you to lust like a goddess from Venus. But under her skirt, she's still got a penis. And you never guess she once had a goatee. She talks like a man, but she's almost a woman to me. No, being a man didn't fit. Do I call you a nit? It just doesn't seem right. Start to feel like it's her you'll be needing But she's still got that thing till it comes up in Sweden How would you know that she was a he? She talks like a man but she's almost a woman to me Talks like a man, but she's almost a woman to me. Rollin', Charlie. about this in the United States, uh, I thought, well, Jesus, nobody's ever touched on a subject like that. Nobody's ever written a song about that subject. So I thought, well, let me be the first. And <laughs> I'm not going to tell you who the song's about or what inspired me, but I'll let you work that out for yourself. <laughs> Son, got to talk to you. Sit yourself down. Your daddy's got something to say. 
What you ought to know about the birds and the bees And to keep you from going astray Cause there are some rules that us men folk must follow And life on the farm will be fine You can bang anything that you find in the holler But don't touch your sister, she's mine Jack yourself off just as much as you want Maybe grandma'll give you a hand Or go ask your mama Cause she's been waiting for you to grow into a man You can practice on cactus But just you be careful of pricking your dick on a spine No telling where else you can go dunk your biscuit But don't touch your sister, she's mine don't touch your sister or you'll be in trouble Cause that sort of thing just ain't done If you feel it twitching from down in your britches Go look somewhere else for your fun You can practice on cactus But just you be careful of pricking your dick on a spine No telling where else you can go dunk your biscuit But don't touch your sister, she's mine your grandpa cause if you're real gentle he probably won't know that you're there but when you're finished just button his flannels and prop him back up in his chair you can have your first choice of the salesman that call or the preacher when he calls next time no telling where else you can go dunk your biscuit but don't touch your sister she's mine them buzzards ain't bad when you knows how to catch them you spark and they'll think that you're dead and don't turn your back on the cat cause it scratches but potty calves love giving head you can do what you like to the horses and cattle the chicken the goats and the swine you can bang that you find in the barnyard but don't touch your sister she's mine you can bang anything that you find on the farm here but don't touch your sister she's mine When Mum locked me in the coal shed, after the incident, with the chainsaw and the latex rabbit and the girl guides in the tent, she fed me pancakes under the door. She gave me a radio. I drool and smile and swivel that dial to the Dr. Demento show. I've stayed tuned in for 20 years, but now it's plain as plain. Oh, come on, Mum, and let me out. Compared to him, I'm sane. Well, bless my little pointed head, I'm howling at the moon. I'm nutty as a fruitcake when the doctor plays my tune. Dimensions and dementites from St. Lou to Sacramento. Note the weirdo with the beardo that the kids all call Demento. Listen each week and you might just freak and your senses will grow dim. You'll hit that crackpot jackpot and end up just like him. Calling all the funny farms, it's crazy time again. <laughs> Bring out the beer, the doctor's here to scramble up your brain, oh, 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 he's the guy, the reason why your funny bone was invented, if you're inclined to lose your mind, well, let's all get demented. G-E-M-E-N-G-O, doctor. 
chap that Norman Bates would take home to his mum With songs about dead puppies and fish heads <laughs> Crazy words and crazy tunes, Spike Jones and a little bit of punk bear He don't give a about middle of the road unless there's a dead skunk bear Flo and Eddie, Cheech and Chong and discs that won't go platinum Sung by folks that they keep locked up so other folks can't get at in them Calling all the crazy houses every padded cell I've run amok, I'm Donald Duck My, my, my radio brings me that show That keeps me so contented I'm king of the Zulus, I've got a screw loose Let's all get demented Exactly A to Zachary, it's Barnes and Barnes the Goons. Steve Martin shaving foam and National Lampoon. They're coming to take me away! A geek with a neck like a pencil. Monty Python, Loud and Wainwright, Gumby, Ogden, Edsel, Zappa and Elvira, and Weird Al Yankovic. It goes to show that Demento is one weird son of a. Calling all around the world, it's time to get delirious. Try Dr. D, and then you'll see. You cannot be serious. If you complain that he's insane, he'd be so complimented. Don't touch that dial, go hog wild, let's all get demented. D-E-M-E-N-G-O, Dr. Demento. That was Eivor Biggin and the D-Cups with Let's All Get Demented. Doesn't sound like a bad idea, does it? If it does, sit and think upon it for a while, and eventually you'll come around. Before that, Kevin Bloody Wilson, Don't Touch Your Sister, She's Mine. They don't make love songs like that these days. It's a damn shame. Bob Rivers, couple of back-to-backs. Martina Navratilova. And almost a woman. No, wait a minute. That wasn't Bob Rivers. That was Bob Wolf. Got my bobs mixed up. And if that ever happens to you, readjust your bra. And put an extra O in Bob and everything will work out fine. Trust me. Ahead of that, Albert Collins, I Ain't Drunk, I'm Just Drinking. I may be one of the two, I don't know. Before that, the Dixie, Ditzy, D-I-T-Z-Y, Ditzy Chicks. Goodbye, Al. And friends, at the hour of 3.30, actually on the half hour, you know, some people may call me an ass. I prefer to think of myself as half-assed. Let's get some pubic cervix announcements ripped off of the bathroom type dispenser roll. My friends, chess club full? Poker game been cancelled? Play rugby instead! Yeah, that's a great substitute. The Queen City Rugby Football Club is looking for new players. Rugby is a physically and mentally demanding sport. You must be able to hit hard and outthink the goalposts. Well, I'm out. 
Practices are held throughout the week. If you practice, you play. For more information, call 513-533-1213. Do you have a question about Social Security? Yeah. Why is it insolvent? Uh, most Social Security business can be handled online or by telephone. Just call 1-800-772-1213 between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Or you can visit the website anytime at www.socialsecurity.gov. She kills me. She's so bad she's actually good. Friends, don't stop believing with the Believe in Music radio show with M.G., the man of God. Every Thursday morning from 5 to 8 a.m., it's the best variety show throughout the tri-state, playing the top inspirational contemporary gospel music to refresh, restore, and renew you throughout the week. Be renewed weekly through the message and music, rhythm and praise, morning mix. Oh, my God. Uh, there's even some comedy thrown in there as well. And the exclusive Worship Till Sunrise. Set your alarms now for an early rise on Thursdays, 5 to 8 a.m. Believe it or not, you will be renewed. You know that Indians never ate clams? <laughs> they didn't have linguine. And so what happened was that clams was allowed to grow unmolested in the coastal waters of America for millions of years. And they got big. And I ain't talking about clams in general. I'm talking about each clam. Right. How could you have each one generally? I guess you could. But it wouldn't be like a, what I mean. I mean each one was a couple of million years old or older. So imagine how big they could have got. Bigger than this whole room. And when they get that big, God gives them little feet so that they can walk around easier. And when they get feet, they get dangerous. I'm talking about real dangerous. I ain't talking about just sitting there under the water waiting for you. I'm talking about coming after you. Imagine being on one of them, one of them boats, you know. Coming over to discover America, like Columbus or something, standing there at night, on watch. Everybody else is drunk or asleep. And you're watching for America. And the boat's going up and down. And you don't like it anyhow. Because you don't know where this Columbus dude knows where he's going or what. And you got to stand there and watch for what? 
Only he knows. And he ain't watching. You hear the waves laughing against the side of the ship. The moon's going behind a cloud. You hear the pitter-patter of little footprints on deck. Is that you, kids? It ain't. My God. It's a humongous, giant clam. Imagine them little feet coming on deck. A clam twice the size of a ship. Feet first. You're standing there, shivering with fear. You grab one of these. This is a belaying pen. They used to have these stuck in holes all around the ship. Probably didn't know what this is for. You probably had an idea, but you're wrong. They used to have these stuck in the holes all along the sides of the ship, everywhere. You wouldn't know what this is for unless you was that guy that night. I mean, you'd grab this out the hole and you'd run on over there. Bam, bam, on them little feet. And back into the ocean and go hurt, but not defeated. Jumongous giant clam ready to strike again when the opportunity was better. You know that not even the coastal villages were safe from them big clams. You know them clams had a them big clams had an inland range of about fifteen miles. <laughs> Think of that. I mean, the early pioneers and the settlers they built little houses all up and down the coast. You know, little inland stuff like that. And they didn't have houses like what we got now with bathrooms and stuff. They built little privies out back. And late at night, maybe a kid'd have to go. And he'd go stomping out there in the moonlight. And I, all they'd hear for miles around would be one big... <laughs> one less kid for America. And one more smiling, smirking. Full. Humongous. Giant clan. So Americans built forts. You've seen them forts. You know, you have pictures of them forts with the wooden points all around. You probably thought them points was for Indians. But that's stupid. Because Indians knew about doors. But clams didn't. So even if a clam knew about a door, so what? A clam couldn't fit in a door. I mean, he comes stomping up to a fort at night, put them feet on them points and jump back, crying tears coming out of them everywhere. But Americans couldn't live in forts forever. I mean, couldn't just build one big fort all around America. How would you go to the beach? So what they did was they formed groups of people. I mean, they had people all up and down the coast formed these little alliances. Like up north, it was called the Clamshell Alliance. And farther down south, it's called the Catfish Alliance. They had these alliances all the way up and down the coast defending themselves against these threatening monsters, these humongous giant clams. And they'd go out there. If there was maybe 15 of them, they'd be singing songs in 15-part harmony. And when one part disappeared, that's where they knew the clam would be. 
which is why Americans only sing in four-part harmony to this very day. That proved to be too dangerous. See, what they did was they'd be singing these songs called clam shanties, and they'd have these big spears called clampoons. And they'd be walking up and down the beach, and what the method they eventually devised where they'd have this guy, the most strongest, heavy-duty, true blue American, courageous-type dude they could find. And they'd have him out there walking up and down the beach all by himself with 14 other chicken dudes hiding behind the sand dunes somewhere. He'd be singing the verses, they'd be singing the chorus. And clams would hear him. And clams hate music. So clams would come out the water. And they'd come after this one guy. And all you'd see pretty soon was flying all over the sand, flying up and down the beach. Man, man, clam, clam, man, man, clam, man, clam, clam, man, up and down the beach, going this way, that way, up the hills, and then water out the water behind the trees, everywhere. Finally, the man would jump over the sand dunes, roll over the side. The clam would come over the dunes, fall in a hole. Fourteen guys would come out there and stab the shit out of them with their clam poons. <laughs> That's the way it was. That was one way to deal with them. The other way was to weld two clams together. <laughs> I don't believe it. I'm losing it. Hey, what can you do? <laughs> <laughs> Another night shot to hell. Oh, what are you going to do? Hey, this was serious back then. This was very serious. I mean, these songs now are just piddly folk songs, but back then these songs was controversial. These were radical, almost revolutionary songs because times was different and clams was a threat to America. That's right. So we want to sing this song tonight about the one last... I mean, this guy is one of these... See, what they did was, there was one man. He was one of these men. His name will always be remembered. His name was Reuben Clamso. And he was one of the last great clam men there ever was. He stuck the last clam stab... The last clam phone into the last clam that was ever seen on this continent. No one he'd be out of work in an hour. They did it anyway. So that you and me could go to the beach in relative safety. That's right. Made America safe. For the likes of you and me. And so we sing this song in his memory. He went into whaling like most of those guys did. Then he got out of that when he died. Uh, you know, clams is much more dangerous than whales. Clams can run in the water, on the water, or on the ground. And they're so big sometimes that they could jump. And they can spread their kind of shells and kind of almost fly like a, one of those flying squirrels. <laughs> it's true. You could be standing there thinking you're perfectly safe, and all of a sudden, what?
as true. <laughs> and so here's this is the song of this guy by the name of Reuben Clamzo. And what the song takes place right after he stabbed his clam. And the clam is going through his kind of death dance over in the side somewhere. And uh, Reuben goes into, that's the song starts there, and he goes into wailing and takes you through the next. <laughs> I sing the part of the guy on the beach by himself. I go like this. Oh, poor old Reuben Clamzo. And you go, Clamzo, boys, Clamzo. That's the part of the 14 chicken dudes over on the side. <laughs> Just Clamzo, boys, Clamzo. That's what they used to sing. They'd be calling these clams out of the water by taunting them, making fun of them. You know? Clams on, boys, clams on. Clams would get real mad and come out. <laughs> That's true. Okay, here we go. I want you to sing it in case you ever have an occasion to join such an alliance. You know, some of these alliances are still around, still defending America against things like them clams. And if you ever wants to join one, now you have some historic background. So you know where these guys are coming from. It's not just some 60s movement or something. I mean, these things go back a long time. That's right. So here we are. Clamzo, boys, clamzo. It's the hardest thing you'll have to do all night. <clears throat> clamzo, boys, clamzo. Let's do it again. I'll sing my part and I'll sing your part so that you know that it's your part. Oh, poor old Reuben Clamzo, Clamzo boys, Clamzo. That's great. Now we go to the hard parts. Pay attention. I go like this. Oh, poor old Reuben Clamzo. And you go, Clamzo me boys, Clamzo. Notice the distinction you're going to have to make now between the first and easy Clamzo boys, Clamzo, and then the more complicated Clamzo me boys, Clamzo. It's hard to sing folk songs. I mean, just walk into a place somewhere, lights shining on your microphone, all kinds of stuff around, plugged in, out, plugged bam, sound, everything. But the one thing that's not there is the realness of what it must have been like to sing these songs 200 years ago today. I mean, being out there on the beach with the fear of the clam in your heart. That's how these songs were sung. And so we provide a little bit of atmosphere. So if you half closed your eyes, you could almost imagine yourself out there on the beach right now. Singing this song with fear in your heart. But calling that clam out. You chicken clam! <laughs> Stay serious. Folk songs is serious. That's what Pete Seeger told me. <clears throat> Carlo. 
<laughs> I only want to tell you one thing. Folk songs are serious. I said, right. So here we go. Let's do it in C. Bring it up to C, the plan. Oh, <laughs> Bring it down there. Is that, what's that? B? Let's do it in B. B for... Boy! That's a big clam. <laughs> Let's do it in G. Or G. I hope that big clam don't see me. Let's do it in F. For... He sees me. <laughs> Let's do it back in A. For A. A plan is coming. Song done quick. Climbs <clears throat> up, boys, climbs up, climbs me, boys, climbs up. Just keep doing that. Story of Reuben Climbs and his strange daughter in the key of A. <laughs> oh, poor old Reuben Climbs up. boys, climbs up. Poor old Reuben Climbs up. Climbs me, boys, climbs up. Poor Reuben was no sailor. Clams oh boys, clams oh. So we shipped him on a whaler. Clams oh me boys, clams oh. Because he was no beauty. Clams oh boys, clams oh. He would not do his duty. Clams oh me boys, clams oh. Because he was so dirty. Clams oh boys, clams oh. We gave him five and thirty. Clams oh me boys, clams oh. Oh, Reuben, clams oh. As the hardest bastard on the go. Clams on me, boys, clams oh. oh, poor old Reuben, clams oh. Clams oh, boys, clams oh. Oh, poor old Reuben, clams oh. Clams on me, boys, clams oh. oh. Hi. Hello. Are you waiting for the bus? Uh, yes, I am, actually. Hmm. I notice you're not wearing any galoshes. Uh, no, I'm not. It's uh, sunny out there. No need for galoshes. I'm wearing galoshes. Hmm. Galoshes. 
Uh-huh. Did you read the paper today? Uh, no, I haven't had a Did chance. Did you read the thing about the Eskimos? No. Well, the article was saying that the Eskimos will eat the fat from the whale. Oh, yeah. Do you know what that's called? Uh, no, I don't. Blubber. Ah, right. Blubber. Yeah, blubber. That's what it's called. Mm -hmm. Blubber. Right. The Eskimos eat the blubber. Uh-huh. And the blubber will come from different kinds of whales, you know? Oh, yeah. Sometimes it will come from a beluga whale. Uh-huh. Beluga. Right, yeah. <laughs> they don't wear galoshes. Who, the, the whales? No, the Eskimos. Oh, no, that's right, they don't. They wear mucklucks. Uh-huh. Mucklucks. That's right, mucklucks. Mucklucks. Yeah, mucklucks. <laughs> Say it again. Mucklucks. Say it louder. Mucklucks. <laughs> good, eh? Yeah, it is a good one. I didn't, didn't want to say it, but it, I like it. Say, 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 galoshes. Galoshes. <laughs> Good, eh? Yeah, it's good. Galoshes. Galoshes. <laughs> Baluga. Baluga. <laughs> blubber, 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 blubber. Mucklock. Blubber. Uh, excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry, um, I didn't mean to interrupt whatever it is you were doing there. Uh, no, um, it's okay. Okay, uh, I just wanted to know if this is where the bus stops. Uh, yeah, yeah, they should be here any minute, actually. Oh, I see. Well, sorry to disturb you. That's okay, yeah, we were just... Uh... <laughs> Sir. Yes? Yeah. Look over there. Across the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. See that lady? Yes. What kind of hairstyle does she have? Uh, that looks like a bouffant. Yes, a bouffant. Yes, a bouffant. Uh, actually, I, I couldn't help uh, noticing that myself. It, it's sort of what you might call a, a bulbous bouffant. Yes, a bulbous bouffant. Bulbous? Bouffant. Bouffant. Blubber. Galoshes. <laughs> Mucklucks. Bulbous bouffant. Mucklucks. <laughs> Macadamia. Oh. <laughs> Macadamia. Gazebo. Bulbous bouffant. <laughs> Macadamia. Gazebo. Bulbous bouffant. Macadamia. Gazebo. Bulbous bouffant. Macadamia. Gazebo. Bulbous bouffant. Blubber. Macadamia. Blubber. Gazebo. Bulbous bouffant. Plethora. Macadamia. Blubber. Gazebo. Bulbous bouffant. Plethora. Macadamia. Gazebo. Bulbous bouffant. Plethora. Macadamia. Gazebo. Bulbous bouffant. Plethora. Gazebo. Tuberculosis. Bus. Ah, here comes the bus. Oh, yeah. Good. Chester Baker was a total rounder. He was a four-fisted drinker. He was a carouser. He was a womanizer. And Chester was also the favorites, all us kids. 
because he was an old-time true swamper. He made a peach brandy that went down like a mother's milk and then blew the seat right out of your drawers. It was, <laughs> it was unreal. Chester, Chester lived alone for most of his years out in the swamp. He was out there fishing and hunting and trapping and making that whiskey and selling them skins and guiding tourists. And nobody really knew it, but Chester was buying a little bit of land every now and then as we went along. And it wasn't too long, too many years, before Chester had him two sections of land right on the edge of the swamp. What most of us, or a lot of us, suspected that there were more than a few youngsters around Long County that looked an awful lot like Chester Baker. And that could have been true, because Chester was a big, handsome man. He was about six foot five, and he weighed about 250 pounds, and he was just about as soft as a Cypress 12 by 12. And it was known that Chester liked to love the ladies. Well, in 1945, when Chester Baker was 72 years old, he took himself a bride. Esther Murrow had just celebrated her 50th birthday, and she had set her hat for Chester Baker and had very quietly chased after him for about 15 years. And the whole county was just delighted when Chester let the fence wire down and got himself married. Now, Miss Esther was a pillar of local society. She was in the garden club, and Miss Esther was one of the primest and most properest ladies in all of Long County, Georgia. And Miss Esther and Chester got married on a Saturday afternoon, and it was a wonderful affair. They just invited the whole area, just made it public. And the ladies coming, and they bringing armloads of food and gifts, and the men came and got squashed on that old popsicle whiskey that Chester made, and it was a glorious day. Kids was running and playing and having a wonderful time. 72-year-old Chester Baker and his new bride, 50-year-old Mrs. Chester Esther Baker. Well, as ladies are kind of prone to do, Miss Esther just took over. And she started changing that house that Chester had built like you wouldn't believe. Up to now, Chester had lived the good life. He had him a pack of dogs and a couple of cows and had his still and his little greenhouse and everything was wonderful. But now, things were changing. Miss Esther had some new lamps installed, even got herself a telephone. Chester went out and bought a, a propane gas stove to take the place of that old wood burner he'd had all them years. Bought himself a new pickup truck. And as far as we knew, they were the happiest, happiest couple in all of Long County, Georgia. One Friday afternoon, there's about 12, 14 of us standing out in the driveway of the Rainbow Garage filling station and grocery store. And somebody hollered, Lord, looky yonder. And we all run out to the road, and here come that new Ford pickup truck, just fishtailing it right down the road. Gravel was slinging out all over the place, dust of boiling up. That thing come flying into the driveway, knocked down a 10-foot section of Mr. Bass's whitewashed fence, bounced off that pump that didn't work, and here come Miss Esther, just boiling out of that truck. She clamped her hand on her hat and grabbed her purse and went storming in that store. And Miss Esther was not a lady to use strong language. And you could have knocked us all over with a dry brush broom when we heard, Damn you! Damn you, Bass Ferguson! Get out of the way and give me that telephone! And she snatched up that phone and she said, Martha Grimes, damn you, give me that number of mine. Now you ring 230 right now. And there was a little pause. And we heard, Chester, Chester Baker, damn you, you rotten old man. You filthy old billy goat. You worthless hunk of trash. I just come from Doc Silver over in... Over in Dr. Town, I told you to be careful, Chester. I told you, I warned you, but oh no, no, you know all the answers. 
And Doc Silver just went over me with a curry comb, you worthless old goat, I'm pregnant. <laughs> and 72-year-old Chester Baker said into that telephone, who is this? <laughs> That was Charlie Douglas with Chester Baker. Before that, the Vestibules with Bulbous Buffont. And beginning the last set, the story of Reuben Clamzo and his strange daughter in the key of A. That was Arlo Guthrie. Dear friends and fellow Americans, at the hour of four o'clock, I need to inform you that you're in tune with what radio was meant to be. This is WAIF Cincinnati. And you need to stick around, stay tuned, because if performed correctly, the Late Late Show would contain material that could be considered offensive or unsuitable for some listeners. You'll know who you are, darlings, and you rock marvelous. But if you'd rather not stick around for this kind of material, hey, I totally get it. It's for smart people anyway, so you can leave. And return to Waif in 59 minutes from now when the good pastor and sister Walker shall be in to present Open Your Bible. Numbers to call here at the station, area code 513-961-8900, flashing there at the bottom of your radio. Hope you enjoy them. you got to squint to see them. And you can always log on to www.waferadio.org, and I'm sure there's many, many things there of interest. So check it out. You will not be disappointed. Stick around, friends. Much more to come on The Late Late Show. 88.3 WAIF Cincinnati. It's carpet lick night at Lesbian Pally Dragway. You've never seen anything like it. Women side by side, flicking their tongues at over 300 miles an hour. See drastic plastic. And other great toys in action. If you attend only one homosexual affair this year, make this the one. Friday night, August 13, there'll be thunder in the valley at Lesbian Valley. And now, another edition of what if? Today, what if Janice Joplin were an Avon lady? Just a minute. Yes, may I help you? Tune in next time when we'll ask, 
What if acne scars were attractive? Wow, Keith Richards, what a hug. When next we ask, what if? What's happening, baby? This young mofugger, brewer of the world-famous mofugger malt liquor. This mofugger is the best day is. I brew this mofugger using an age-old family recipe with only the finest barley, malt, hops, and secret yeast. This mofugger will knock you out. Look at the head on that mofugger. Damn. So if you want a party, wrap your lips around this motherfucker here. Suck it. Suck this motherfucker. That's a smooth motherfucker too, with no heavy aftertaste. We got red motherfucker, pale motherfucker, ale, black and tan motherfuckers too. So ask for it by name. Motherfucker Malt Liquor. Motherfucker Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Bud Light presents Real American Heroes. Today we salute you, Mr. Underwear Inspector Number 12. Mr. Underwear Inspector Number 12. Whether it be tidy whities or banana hammocks, you're the one who makes sure our skivvies cut the mustard. Right in half. You make sure the door is fastened with secure seams so that the cow doesn't get out of the barn when it shouldn't. Don't let it out. Dedicating yourself to a craft others might poo-poo. You can pass every single man on the street and say with pride, You there, you're wearing my underpants. And no, I don't want them back. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Eagle Eyes, because we're all glad you've got your hands in our shorts. Bud Light Beer at Isaac St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, Fred, where'd you get that tiny little tractor? It ain't a tractor, it's a Yamaha. Well, hell, they don't make tractors, they make motorcycles. Doggone it, it ain't a tractor, it's a Yamaha Tri-Moto from Early Cycle Center. Well, what the hell you need a little tiny tractor like that for? I said it ain't a tractor, and I got it for herding my cows, working on the fences, you know, getting around on the farm. Well, you got a pick-em-up truck for that. I know, but this here three-wheeler from Early Cycle Center uses about a tenth as much gas as that damn old truck, and it's a hell of a lot more fun, too. I can haul my fence in the on this big old damn rack on the back, and with the ultra low gear, I can get up in the woods and pull them f-ing logs down the hill where the tractor won't go. No sh- hell yeah. Sure looks like a little tiny tractor. It ain't a f-ing tractor, damn it. It's a Yamaha Trimoto. I think I'll get me one of them little tractors. It ain't a f-ing tractor. Well, look at them big damn knobby tractor looking tires. You scum sucking son of a bitch. It ain't a tractor. Take a look at the Yamaha Trimoto from Early Cycle Center on Route 42 south of Harrisonburg. It'll outpull, outwork, outrun, and outfuck almost anything in its class. And it's not a fucking tractor. Well, I woke up this morning. And I could not find my teeth Where are those teeth? I said I woke up this morning And I could not find my teeth Where are those teeth? So I called my baby on the phone And I said Moop, 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 moop,
Hey, Joy Gridnick here, talking about Ed Clayton's show. You know, Ed's not a pheasant feather plucker or a feather plucker's son, but he can pluck a pheasant feather until a feather plucker comes. <laughs> that's right. But that's all he can do. You are so much less attractive when I'm sober. A show was born in the 50s About a family so white The reruns will last forever So you can watch the show every night Leave it to Beaver In the morning Beaver every day of the week Beaver Hey Wally how come your little brother's a geek? Ward does squat for a living But June wears pearls every day And when they wanna make whoopee Well guess who gets in the way? Leave it to Beaver In the bedroom And Beaver all through the place Gosh, Lumpy, the beaver's always in your face Now we can't stand Eddie Haskell He's always telling those lies When he enters the kitchen He says, Mrs. Cleaver, gee, you look nice Leave it to Beaver On the cable Beaver on the UHF Beaver You can't avoid it Beaver's like taxes and death It's always Beaver In the morning Beaver all through the night Let's shoot the beaver Flipping through the channels but can't find a thing I like What happened to my favorite shows? Where they went I'd like to know Right now what I need most in my life's More Beaver Wally Ward and June, the Mayor Cleavers Nothing else will do Seinfeld's awful funny Home improvement's kinda cool But what I'd really like to see on my TV's More Beaver Nick and I done brought them good old shows back from the past My three sons in happy days are here again at last Them technicolor black and whites, I dream of genie day and night The only thing that I like more than M.A.S.H. is more Beaver See him and Wally fight, why hello Mrs. Cleaver Eddie Haskell's so polite I've seen every episode A hundred times or more I know But one thing you can't get too much of In life's more beaver That never hurt no one I've been watching Ever since that I was young Now each night when I go to bed I turn the TV on instead My wife will tell you just how much I love 
More Beaver. Ladies and gentlemen, Brad Paisley on lead guitar. Stop. Bet you can't play the piano. That's why he's nominated for Entertainer of the Year. Alan, I bet you five dollars you can't play a fiddle. Uh, would you take three fifty? Uh, sorry. Give me that guitar. I'll show you how to play it. More beaver. Y'all thought that I was done, gonna keep on singing. I'm having too much fun. This here is just a silly song, and I hope that y'all don't take it wrong. Do you think I'm ever gonna get me some? Me neither.
she left me. And I don't think she's coming back. She hasn't even called me. I wonder where she's at. Oh, I did think she didn't like, like the time I shaved her cat. And every morning I'd wake up. Boy, she hated that. to bring me down still every morning when I shave my face there ain't much difference in my frown it's just like having you around I don't know what it was can make me fall for a girl that could be so mean you could do things that get my guilt that most people couldn't dream when I try to watch a football game you'd run your vacuum cleaner when they ask you to leave the stadium It'll make you even meaner. I'm so miserable without you. It's just like having you around. It doesn't bother me when people go call me Kathy's clown. You may think I'm unhappy just because I wear my smile upside down. I'm so miserable without you. It's like having you around. They told me you were cheating, even though you wore my ring. I followed you for many nights. But I couldn't prove a thing I saw you in that hotel window Your clothes were on the floor But then your friend turned out the lights So I never knew for sure I am so miserable without you It's just like having you around Well, I wouldn't call him lucky This new cowboy you found I have a great time feeling lousy When I go out by myself to do the town I am so miserable without you <laughs> Just like having you around Enron. Please listen closely to the following options as our menu has changed. If you wish to serve a subpoena on a current or former Enron executive, press 1. If you are an Enron shareholder and would like to learn how to turn your Enron stock certificates into decorative origami, press 2. If your Enron 401k plan is worthless and you'd like some tips on how to survive your retirement eating nothing but mac and cheese, press 3. If you are an Enron executive and would like to find out which prison inmate will be making you his bitch, press 4. If you would like to invoke your constitutional right against self-incrimination, press 5. If you are Dick Cheney, press 6. And thanks for nothing, Dick. If your company is looking to hire someone to record your voicemail menu options, please press 7. Or stay on the line and an operator will assist you. Thank you for calling Enron, the world's greatest company. 
So he gets up and he walks across the hill. What the hell? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, why you're out having an interesting career. Hello? Hi, Mrs. Ray? Yeah, this is Michelle Sanchez. I'll be goddamn able yeah. to pick my okay. own television show. Uh, we have a problem show. with an account there. Uh, well, he gets up. He says, honey, I think it'd be a good idea if uh, you didn't see me for a Going online. Okay, hold on just a minute. Let me All go right. to the room. 
Okay. Are you still there? Yes, I am. Okay. Are you in front of the computer? Pardon me? Are you in front of your computer, miss? Yes. All right. Now, is it booted into Windows? Can you hold on just a minute? I'm going to have to tell my kids to be quiet in the other room. Hold sure. On just a second. Hey, guys, can you be quiet? I can't do anything at all. Please just talk really quiet. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Are you in Windows, miss? Yes. Now, are you running Windows 95 or Windows 98? 98. 98. Okay. Now, you, you see your desktop, correct, miss? Yes. All right. You see the Start menu down in the left corner? Right. Click on it for me, please. Mm-hmm. Go to Programs. Okay. MS DOS Prompt. What, what was the next part? MS DOS Prompt. It should have a little icon next to it. MS dash DOS prompt. Um, I'm at MS DOS prompt. Was there supposed to be another window to the right of that, or? No, no, no. You just click on that, Miss. Oh, just click on it. Okay, I'm I'm in that now. Okay, now it's you a see black screen. With you see a C colon slash Windows. Yes. Okay, at that at that prompt, you're going to type in the following. Okay, Miss. Okay. D E L T. Okay. R E E. Mm-hmm. Space. Pardon me? Space. Okay. Forward slash. Okay. Y, lowercase y. Space. Wait a minute. I, I missed after the forward slash. What did you say? A Y? Yeah, a lowercase y. Okay. Space. Mm-hmm. Capital C. Capital what? Capital C as in cookie. Okay. Colon, which is next to the L. Okay. Backward slash, which is next to the backwards key. Mm-hmm. The asterisk symbol, which is above the eight. Okay. And then the period. Mm-hmm. And then the asterisk again. Okay. Now, could you read what you have there? Pardon me? Could you read what you have there, miss? So um, I can verify. the part that I typed in. Okay. D-E-L-T-R-E-E. Mm-hmm. Um, space front slash y uh, space c colon backslash backslash asterisk period asterisk. All right, that is correct, ma'am. You can go ahead and press enter. And where is this taking me? This is going to search your computer for the bestiality. For the what? For the bestiality. Okay. It's got a list of deleting a whole bunch of things. Okay, miss. Can you say something for me? Pardon me? Can you say something for me? Say something? Yeah, you just got owned by Freak Radio. I just got on what? Owned by Freak Radio. What's it feel like to totally fuck over a computer? Invigorating, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Back. <laughs> it says deleting a whole bunch of things. <laughs> no, am I not good or what? That was awesome. You left. Did you like that? Yeah, that was good. That's Thank you for calling Bernie. I need to talk to someone VCR. Help me program VCR. Okay, one minute, please. Oh, sorry, I'm help you. Yeah, I cannot program VCR. It's very difficult to have the blinking light on there. The blinking light? He's a VCR. He's plugged in. He's got a blinking light. He's blinking 12. Blinking 12? The clock. Okay. The clock is blinking. Okay. Hold on. The clock is blinking. Hold on a moment. 
Hello? Hello? Yeah. Yeah. What's, you... pro- what's the problem? I can't program VCR. Is bri- I have pre VCR plugged in as you're blinking, uh, the clock blinking 12 all the time. Do you know what model number the VCR is? What think I would be like, Jimmy Raya? What think I am here? No, I don't know the VCR no, model number. I can't see it anywhere. Hold on. Hello? How I get blinking light or stop on VCR? The clock keep blinking light. On the remote control, you have a program button. Program button? Yep. I press button. E clock is still blinking. Okay, no, 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 no. Is it hooked up to your TV? You hook up to television set, a cable in the back. Okay, when you press the program, are you looking at it now as we're speaking? Yeah, it's watching on TV. It's a screen. Uh, are you, and you're looking at it right now? Yes. Yeah, so okay, on... good. Press the program button. What does it say? Program button. On the remote control. Point it at the VCR. What does it say? Oh, it's a menu. Okay, good. Good. What does it say in the menu? Read it to me. It says uh, shrimp sushi, a butterfly tempura, and a timber full of sake. <laughs> I press one, it's not breaking right, it keeps breaking the clock, I got a business meeting coming over in a half hour. RCA means a really crappy appliance. Well, RCA makes a good appliance. You're not a good appliance, listen to me, round eye. It's not working, you gotta come over here and show me how to work it. Come over to your house and show you how to work it? I try to sell, I do what I do with this American piece of crap, I go, hey, now take it easy on the piece of crap. <laughs> Uh oh! Croc is still blinking! Yeah, well, it's amazing after what you just did to it. I would recommend you stop beating on the machine. What's your name? I'm Larry. Larry? Yes. You caught on a phony phone and crank a call. <laughs> How sweet is that, huh? Who's it gonna say? Was it Yes, my friends, that was how to program your VCR in Chinese. Little bit I gleamed off of the web. Before that, AOL Tech Support. Before that, Enron. Kipadata with I'm So Miserable Without You is just like having you around. Ahead of that was Barnes and Barnes. Pussy Whipped, Cletus T. Judd with More Beaver, and from Bob Rivers Comedy Corporation, More Beaver. Ah, how can one person play so many love songs? I don't know, but I somehow pull it off anyway. <laughs> but that's a whole other topic I probably shouldn't even... Friends, let's say we take care of some pubic cervix announcements before things totally get out of control. More totally out of control, I should say. Rip these off of the bathroom type dispenser roll, be it ever handy and dandy. Yes, friends, the Veterans Crisis Line connects veterans in crisis and their families and friends with qualified caring Department of Veterans Affairs responders through a confidential toll-free hotline, online, or chat, or text. 
veterans and their loved ones can call 1-800-273-8255. Press 1, turn around, bark like a dog seven times. Press 18 and send a text message to 838-255 to receive confidential support 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Since its launch in 2007, the Veterans Crisis Line has answered more than 1.6 million calls and made more than 45,000 life-saving rescues. That is the Veterans Crisis Line, 1-800-273-8255. Also, my friends, Survivors After a Suicide is a free-of-charge support group for anyone who has lost a loved one by suicide. The group meets the third Monday of each month from 7 to 9 a.m. at the Peace Center, St. Clair Covenant, 60 Compton Road, Cincinnati, Ohio. For more information, call Anita, 513-923-4375. And you can start the Sabbath with the Big Eagle Gospel Ship, with Minister Chris Phillips and Brother Vernell Elliott. That's the Big Eagle Gospel Ship. Sunday morning, 5 to 8 a.m., right here on 88.3 WAIF Cincinnati. Stay tuned, friends. Coming up at the top of the hour, James Lewis. In for the good pastor and sister Walker, pinch hitting for Open Your Bible on 88.3 WAIF. Hi, we're not in right now to take your call, but if you'd like to leave us a message, please press pound, press 3, then dial your name, then press 6 and dial your number, then press star, press 69, ask for extension 4443, then leave your name and message. If you want to leave your number and the time you called, please press star twice, bark like a dog, spin in a circle, press 1 26 times, and wait for the beat. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. Hello, and welcome to the Brown and Williamson Tobacco Corporation. If you reach this number in error, you're in luck, because we're about to serenade you. If you've dialed correctly, you're in luck, because we're about to serenade you. Oh, the tobacco plant is a lovely plant. It leaves so broad and green. But you shouldn't think about the tobacco plant if you're still a teen. Because tobacco is a big person's plant, and that's the way it should be. So if you're under 21, go and climb a tree. Oh, the tobacco plant is a lovely plant, and that, my friends, is no yarn. We let it ripen in the field and hang it in the barn. Mm-hmm. If you think that really sucks, we agree. Write a better song about the tobacco plant, and we'll use it. Hello? Is this the Beavers? Yeah. Is this the Kennels? Yeah. Listen, my name is Roy D. Mercer. We bought a Yorkie from y'all about two years ago. Yeah. A male. Uh-huh. And I, there, I, I tell you, there's something wrong with it. Something wrong with it? Yeah, well, we, we've noticed it since he was a puppy. We, we named him Sergeant Yorkie. And we noticed ever, ever since he was a puppy, he's, he always squatted to pee. And, it, and it, 
we don't know what we didn't think anything about it. We just figured, you know, he's raised around girl dogs or something. But I was going to breed him. Yeah. And we put him out there with the female, and he didn't know what to do. You wouldn't have sold me a gay dog, would you? <laughs> well, it ain't funny. I can't believe that now. That poor thing out there don't know come here from Sikkim, ma'am, I well, tell you. Well, I tell you, how old is he, too? He, he, too. Well, I had one, and I'm, he's, I've used him, but uh, yeah. he was a house dog. Yeah. Teddy. And, uh, Teddy? Teddy. Yeah. And he, 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 I couldn't get him to breed till he was probably at least three and a half, maybe four. Well, by And I guess, I think, I mean, he was always in the house, and he was always my lap dog, and he was always just, he would rather be with me. I mean, he'd get around female, he wouldn't even smell. Well, by God, I don't know whether that's what's wrong with Sergeant Yorkie or not. Uh, what, what's his, what did, York, what's his mom or dad's name? Mom's uh, name. Mama's got it on the, on the, on the AKC papers on there. Yeah, you don't remember the I, mother's I name? I don't remember, which we's gonna breed him with another, uh, registered, uh, uh, little Yorkie. Is my daughter's welling instructor. She had a female Buffy St. Marie, and that we's gonna breed him with her, you know. And I lost the stud service. I had to give him the money back. He wouldn't do it? No, hell no, he wouldn't do it. Is it, Y'all got any kind of when some of them aphrodisiacs that we could use, or you got any suggestions we might? Because uh, I need to. I tell you right now, I'm wanting my money back for the dog. I just tell you, plain out, pure and simple. Where are you from? Tahlequah, north of Tahlequah. North of Tahlequah. Highway ten. Oh, that north. Yeah. I wish you knew who the parents were so I could look it up. What? Can I just come get my money back and give you the <laughs> Two dog? Two years later? Well, he ain't good for nothing. <laughs> I got $250 invested in him that I paid you for, you know, for the puppy. And he ain't, I was hoping, to, you know, to breed him out and get stud service off of him. Right now, he ain't good for nothing. But squatting to pee and he mopes around if he don't have a pink ribbon in his hair, too. Well, who's been putting pink ribbons in his hair? Well, it's my little stepdaughter. You know, she tried to frou-frou him up. If I brought him by this afternoon, would you just give him my money back? No, I well, won't. Well, listen, my wife's awful tore up about this. In fact, she's pretty peed old. She's getting ready to come down there and whoop somebody's ass over the thing. Well, I mean, you know, I can't just say, sure, bring a dog back after two years. Well, that's all I can do to keep her in the house from loading up and coming over and whooping your ass. What's, your, what's y'all's name? Mercer, M-E-R-C-E-R, Roy and Sharon Jean. Mercer. And she's the one that's tore up about it. I could care less. They ain't done nothing but jumped on my leg and tore up three pairs of good khakis. I tell you, you might want to talk to her because right now she's, she's a fairly hot-headed woman. M-E-R-Y? C-E-R. I'm just going to try to look up and see the parents of that dog. You ain't never had this happen before, have you? Uh, well, if they're babied a lot, they, they'd rather be with you than, than be with a female in heat. Uh, you can give them... I got a cousin pretty much the same way. You can give them uh, fertility shots. I mean... Well, hell, how much is that going to cost me? I'm done well, out to 50 I know. I mean, I've given them. They're not that high. I ain't going to do it. I may just change his name to Elton or something. Trying to look up and see who its parents If I are. put her on the phone, could you talk to her and tell her what... Because I think it might save you some problems in the long run if you'd tell her you're sorry and try to explain this to her. Well, 
England descent. Well, I'd like to see the parents of the dog. I mean, I'd like to. I'm looking up. I'm looking right now as we speak to see if. Well, what I difference does it make? Listen, let me, honey, get on the phone. I got this beaver woman on the phone, and she's going to tell you why Sergeant Yorkie won't perform. She's right here on the phone, ma'am. Hello? This is crazy. <laughs> oh, God. Glenda Kay, this is Phil and Brent and Roy D. Mercer from Tulsa. How you doing? I'm doing fine. How many papers have you gone through there? A hundred. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a joke, Linda. Oh, great. Oh, boy. You, you can thank your husband for this. Well... I think he's not going to get no stud service for a while. <laughs> I put that little dog in front of the TV and watched it. He watched two weeks worth of Baywatch, and it didn't make no difference. <laughs> Are you okay, Glenda? I'm fine. Right. I have never had such a question. What's you, going on back in the background? You got it, So you have a dog kennel slash nursery? No, just mine. Thank oh, you. I see. Oh. I see. Just yours, huh? How many kids you got there? Two. Two? That's all? Sounds like a whole kennel full. That's more, <laughs> that, that's more than Sergeant Yorkie's going to have. Cause watching Reggie smash a perfect no hitter is a lot more fun for me. On my own damn couch. It's a lot more fun than a ringside seat where you drive and you park and you stand in line to eat when I can do that right here. On my own damn couch. Ethnics behind you asking you questions. The drunk in front has obscene suggestions and I can get those right here. On my own damn couch. Then your pants get stuck to yesterday's gum, which is gooey and sticky for weeks to come. And you go home and you get it all over your own damn couch. You race to your car in the seventh, we're losing, but no keys, you go back. It's not amusing when I think I could be home on my own damn couch. Sweat nine to five to pay for this place, and I'll enjoy it. Thank you very much. On my own damn couch. Sure, the missus she nags, she acts very bored. Well, if you're not in the mood, I'm taking the Ford. Hey, that's okay, cause all I need is right here. On my own damn couch. So I send her out. She loves to go shopping. Put my feet up and get those beers a popping right here. Yes, indeed. On my own damn couch. Weekend, you won't see me pumping or jogging or out being stupid on some rented toboggan. None of those things were invented for me. 
So don't apologize, man. Keep defending the floor. I'm free till Monday when I see her in court. Until then, you can find me. I want you to bet on this. <laughs> on my own damn couch. Uh, just go ahead and put those chips down right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put the dip right next to them there. But don't stand in my way. You make a better door than you do a window. On my own damn couch. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Listen, I know it's an old couch, but it's so comfortable. Just go ahead and lay in that thing. Just go ahead and lay that. that now get back up again. That's my couch. You can sit over there. That's her chair. She won't be needing it after Monday. I was a little too stuffed, had to lose a few pounds Pants too tight, seams busting out Just had a big burrito with beans and rice the Salsa on top with some extra spice Lots of extra spice Out there in the bathroom when the air gets heavy Sat on a cold seat thought I was ready Waking up crosswords and reading the news Working on a bowel move Trying to move some facts up drive-thru food Working on a bowel move And it was taking time Snack, trying to make some thunder How long would it take? I sat and wondered Started reading a magazine from 1962 And I'm waiting on a bow move Cause I'm all bound up from cheese that's turned to glue Praying for a bow move Out of paper again. Bow moon. Ain't it funny how it takes so much time for a bow moon? Be off the stage. 
stay in bed, sleep late, pay no attention to the guitar there. Well, we took up off on the highway, and we come upon a sign that says, Black Bear Road, you don't have to be crazy to drive this road, but it helps. I says, R.J., this must be the shortcut road Kuboski's talking about. She didn't pay no mind because she was making peanut butter sandwiches for the kids in the back seat, throwing rocks and drinking Kool-Aid and playing count the license plates. But they wasn't having too much fun accounting the license plate or cars, because there weren't no other cars. We went about a mile and a half, about four hours, busted off the right front fender, tore a hole in the oil pan on a rock as big as a hull closet, went over a bump, spilt the Kool-Aid, and Roy G stuck his polo knife right through the convertible top, and the dog threw up all over the back seat. Peanut butter don't agree with you, see. So we had to stop and take off the top and air everything out and clean it up. The dog ran off, and R.J. says she felt her asthma coming on. I was sitting there wondering what to do when the entire scenic sand you want, you drive a marmy jeep car sank in the mud at 13,000 feet above sea level. Well, we shoveled it out and ate her lunch. The dog made a yellow hole in the snow, and Roy Jean got out his Instamatic and took a snapshot of it. Mary Elizabeth drew a picture of the road. It looked like a whole bunch of Z's and W's all strung together. And R.J. took one look at it and said the only way that, that Jeep car is going down that road is over her dead body. And a rock slipped out from the wheel, and the U-driving Marmy Jeep car went right over the edge of a cliff. Doggone it, Roy Jean. How many times do I have to explain it to you? When I tell you to put a rock under the wheel, I mean rock. Now look at that, what you'd have to go bigger than grapefruit. <laughs>
down by the dock. He looked like a man with a sizable home in the country with a big fence out front. If he asked her politely, she'd show him her little pet dog who was subject to fits. And maybe she'd let him grab hold of her small tender hands with a movement so quick. And then she'd bend over and suck on his candy so tasty made of butterscotch. And then he spread whipped cream all over her cookies that she had left out on her shelf. If you think this is dirty, you can go f*** yourself. traveling but I'm finally standing upright on the ground after taking several readings I'm surprised to find my mind still fairly sound I guess Nashville was the roughest but I know I've said the same about them all we received our education In the cities of the nation, me and Paul 
Almost busted in Laredo But for reasons that I'd rather not disclose But if you're staying in a motel there and leave Just don't leave nothing in your clothes And at the airport in Milwaukee They refuse to let us board the plane at all They said we look suspicious But I believe they like to pick on me and Paul Well, it's been rough and rocky traveling, but I'm finally standing upright on the ground. And after taking several readings, I'm surprised to find my mind still fairly sound. Yes, Nashville was the roughest, but I know I've said the same about them all. Received our education in the cities of the nation, me Kitty Wells and Charlie Pride. The show is long and we're just sitting there And we'd come to play and not just for the ride Well, we drank a lot of whiskey So I don't know if we went on that night at all But I don't think they even missed us I guess Buffalo ain't geared for me and Paul Well, it's been rough and rocky traveling But I'm finally standing upright on the ground After taking several readings I'm surprised to find my mind still fairly sound I guess Nashville was the roughest But I know I've said the same about them all We received our education In the cities of the nation Me and Paul you just heard Willie Nelson me and Paul thanks buddy before that the Cleverly's low a couple of bits from the web the assuming song and the now sound we also heard from C.W. McCall Black Bear Road Bob Rivers Bowel Moves always found that to be a rather moving song Captain of the Sofa Team, Kippadotta, and Roy D. Mercer, Sissy Dog, began the last set. Friends, that'll put the capper on the Late Late Show, number 211, during this 2.0 run. 
Stay tuned. Coming up next over most of these stations, James Lewis from J. Lewis & Company in the pitch hit for the Walkers this week with Open Your Bible. Ed Clayton out the door, up the road, down the street, around the corner, and by some accounts over the hill, we're going to toe-tag it and body-bag it. Stick around, friends. Have a great week. You're in tune with what radio was meant to be, WAIF Cincinnati.